everybody. Welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to be talking about the path you choose. More specifically, this episode is for you if you feel like dating is really hard and it's a lot of work and it's a lot of energy and time and difficult. So we're going to talk about how to make it easier and how to enjoy the process more. Before we get into that, I want to let you know about my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. And the link for that is going to be in the show notes. And then also, if you want to do a free 15 minute little laser coaching session with me, those are really fun. You just ask me any dating or confidence question you have. The link for that is on my Instagram page in the bio. If you are interested in learning more about one-on-one coaching to create the dating experience that you want, I'm currently fully booked. However, I'm still doing consults and then on the consult, I can let you know when my next opening is for a spot in the program. So if you're interested in doing a consult, the link for that is going to be in the show notes as well. Okay, so let's talk about the experience of dating specifically if it feels really hard and like a lot of work so what i hear from clients and listeners and messages and all of that is online dating it sucks and people aren't engaged and people just want casual things these days and ghosting and the time and the effort and the energy and the getting excited and getting disappointed and all of the challenges that come with dating. And all of those challenges are really real. Um, And one thing that's really important in terms of how it influences our experience of dating and how hard it feels is our resistance to those challenges and our expectation that they shouldn't be there or something has gone wrong or it's not possible because we have this challenge. And so that's what I want to talk about today. And the first thing that I really want to share is that there's kind of two sides to this, especially in terms of coaching. So on one side, we have empathy and compassion for what we're going through and patience and allowing our feelings. And then on the other hand, it's also important to point out when there's self-pity or we're giving up too soon, or we need some resilience or some grit. And we need both. We need a balance of both. So one thing that I want to clarify is that it's totally okay to pity yourself every once in a while. So an actual sentence that I said to my friend yesterday was I was telling him about some challenge and I told him my exact words were, I just don't want to experience failure anymore. (laughs) And we just like burst out laughing (laughs) because it's such a ridiculous thing. Like, of course, if you're pursuing things, especially if they're meaningful or challenging, you're going to experience failure or mistakes or rejection of some sort. And that's kind of part of the price you pay. And it feels good to kind of release that and just be able to vocalize that and share that. However, I don't want to stay in that and sit in that feeling of like, I'm unwilling to feel this. I don't want to go through this anymore. It's so hard. This isn't fair. It should be easier for me and that kind of thing. And so um, 
in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the opposite side of things of like getting out of that. Okay, so the first thing is I want to share with you a quote that I heard several years ago that really influenced me and it's really simple, but it made a lot of sense to me and it was something that I would repeat to myself over and over, especially in challenging times. And that quote, I so I heard it from Robert Kiyosaki, who's like a financial advice person. However, I don't know if he was quoting someone else. So the quote is, the easy road often becomes hard and the hard road often becomes easy. So when we're choosing whether we want to do something difficult or choose the easier path, then we're also kind of choosing, do you want pain now or later? (laughs) Which sounds really unpleasant. Um, But for example, in dating, the way this will show up is we're faced with a challenge, like I'm not enjoying online dating, or I don't have the time, or somebody disappointed me, or once again, a date didn't work out. And that's our challenge that's difficult. And then we have a decision to make. Do we want to learn new tools to create a different experience or overcome that challenge or move past that challenge? Or do we give up? And I hear that very often from women is like they're very close to giving up or they micro quit. So challenges come up, but our tolerance for them is so low. So we just take a break or we just start putting in less effort. Or we just like delete the app once again. I have so many friends who do that. I'm like, stop deleting it. (laughs) Like you can just not go on it if you really need to, but stop deleting the app every time somebody's like not responding to you. So we do this micro quitting or we do a big quit where we just don't date for several months. We completely retract from dating. And then initially that will feel like relief. It feels good. It feels like, oh, I'm not dealing with this challenge anymore and I'm just enjoying my life and why wasn't I just doing this all along? And then down the road, it just extends your growth. So if you're still wanting to create a relationship and that's important to you, you will need to face certain challenges at some point. And you can delay those challenges or you can move through them now. And in terms of the easy road becoming more difficult later on, not only do you still have the same challenge, but now you like are collecting challenges because you're just like carrying the problem with you for months or years versus solving it head on. And so in order to be able to solve your challenges head on, you first must believe that it's a challenge, an obstacle, and not a roadblock. So I created a whole different episode about that, and it's really important. If you think something is a roadblock, you're naturally going to give up. If you think something just is, like online dating just sucks, and you can't see that that's a perspective and that there are things you can do to make it more enjoyable and have better results from it, If you don't believe in the possibility of it improving, then of course you're just going to give up or not try that anymore. So the first thing is just to open up your mind to the possibility that the things you hate about dating right now, it's possible that you don't hate them. 
It's possible that you do move through them. It's possible that you do create better results. Another big way that this shows up is in a belief that dating is easier for other people or was easier in a different time. So thinking that in 2020, dating is just effed. <laughs> like it's with the online dating and like the landscape of it and that kind of thing. And it used to be so different in the past and how people would date. And it definitely was different. However, people still had their challenges. And one thing that I really think about is my parents. They met and they like the way they share their love stories really with like rose colored glasses or like we met in this record shop in New York and my dad's a record collector and my mom was eating pizza and um, my dad just knew and blah, blah, blah. And they, so long story short, they did long distance between Switzerland and New York for two years and they have boxes of love letters and that's romantic, but it's also difficult. We complain when we don't get a text back for like two minutes from the guy we like. Imagine waiting two weeks for a letter back from the guy that you like and wondering if he's even alive in another country and waiting by the payphone for the exact right time when you're both going to call each other with your differing time zones. And so, yes, my parents are like really lucky in terms of the connection that they found and they're still together after 30 years and they never said no to challenge. They said yes to the long distance challenge. They said yes to all of the marital challenges that came and there was never a sense of like there shouldn't be a challenge. It shouldn't be difficult. There shouldn't be anything testing us. And so when you're listening to this, you might say, well, but it's worth it because it's for another person. Like you're doing it for love. You're doing it for that person. And what if that's true for your single experience as well? Just because you haven't met your person yet doesn't mean that the things that you are doing right now that are challenging aren't for that person and for that relationship that you're already building before you've even met them. And that's a big part of what makes it even more difficult is because we're online, for example, swiping and we're like, this is so difficult and I'm not getting the responses I want or that kind of thing. And we think it's for nothing. Or when I hear from women, they're like, oh, like oh, it's so much time. And I'm asking them like, how much time? They're like, you know, like six hours a week. I'm like, you won't give six hours a week for the love of your life? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't deserve it then. <laughs> if you won't swipe a thousand people for the love of your life, then you know what? That's not fair. And the point is that, of course, six hours a week feels terrible when it doesn't feel like it's amounting towards something. So you always have to remind yourself, no, this is an investment. I'm investing my time, my energy, my resources into building this connection, even if I haven't met that person yet, even if I haven't grown into the version of myself that is able to create the environment for the attraction with that person. So the reason why I named this episode The Path You Choose is because we always need to remember 
when we're facing a challenge that we chose that challenge on purpose. It's not happening to us. It's not unfair. We chose that path. We chose it because it's difficult and we know that difficult things are rewarded. And so what I really don't want you to do is drag your feet through dating. Like, okay, Amber, you said it was going to be hard. Here I go. And like continuing to have a dating experience that is super difficult and draining and terrible. I always say dating shouldn't be the crappy thing you have to go through to get to a relationship. Dating should be an amazing experience in and of itself. And so is dating difficult? Is there work involved? Are there challenges? Yes. And it's kind of like any other skill. Math is difficult until you learn it. Dancing is difficult. Salsa is difficult and confusing and you're bumping your toes until you learn it. And the more that you learn, the easier it gets and the more you can have fun with it and freestyle and try new things and explore new challenges because you have this foundation built. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. This was supposed to be my tough love podcast episode, but I'm not great at tough love. I'm more like, feel your feelings. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I hope it kicked you into gear and you're ready to tackle your dating challenges. (laughs) All right. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.